years ago, Mrs. Thatcher recognised the truth behind the European project. No, no, no. I will be advocating uh, We're going to make them pay for that wall. Upon it depends our own British life and the long continuity of our institutions and our empire. British, part five. A change of tactful. My dad was in England. Bomb dropped. What? Do I have to be brown or black or speak with a funny accent? Nah. He was from Hungary. Him and my mum left in 1956. He died trying to get his sister. I owe everything to that man. I owe it to him and mum. She was pregnant with me at the time. Imagine that, a mother so desperate to leave a country that she would travel such a perilous journey whilst carrying a child. Dad didn't die from anything dramatic, like a Soviet soldier demanding papers at gunpoint or jumping on a grenade to save mum. I got sick, right at the beginning of the journey, just after they crossed the border. Mum doesn't know for sure what it was, she reckoned it was maybe just the stress he'd suffered through his life catching up with him. Mum said he fought against the Nazis when he was only a boy. They never spoke about it. Anytime someone mentioned war he would just He had a rough life. All I have of him is a book. A book about physics, about life. A book that reminds me. If a Hungarian man could read about physics, and learn English, and keep his family safe when it's impossible, anything is achievable work hard enough. I'm proud to have been parents. I'm proud to be Hungarian, to have that blood running through me, but the thing is, I can't be loud about it, can I? I'm just another result of someone coming over here and stealing British jobs. My business, right? The plumbing one is called Great British Plumbing. I drive my van with a massive Union Jack flapping on top and GBP in the middle of it. I do it because it gets me more business, because I have to, because it makes me fit in. I'm going to change it soon. Something classy like diamond construction. So I won't have to pander to the very people I tried to avoid anymore. The very people that used to laugh at my mum's accent or treat her different because of where she's from. Mum passed on a couple of years ago. She was a tough woman but that cancer got her. My wife never got to meet her. Said about that. 
then it means she'll never know my history, my fear, my secret shame. There's a thing called nature versus nurture. I remember it from school. The way we act, who we are, is decided by nature. That's your genes, DNA, that's all you are. Nurture, that's what you're taught. But you see, we're always too quick to assume that it's only our parents that nurture it's also our teachers, our friends, our colleagues, our country, and that's exactly where the problem lies. If we allow people, newspapers, even the TV, if we allow them to promote ignorance, to promote hate, we are just as bad as them. It's 1981 now, only 36 years since we witnessed one of the greatest examples of right-wing fascism corrupting the modern world. 36 years. That's still recent, fresh in the memory, so why aren't we doing more to prevent it happening again? Someone once said that evil triumphs when good men do nothing. Well, good men aren't doing enough. I don't want my son growing up in a world dictated by who you hate. I can only do so much. The rest comes from what the world around him teaches. Being British in 1981 means either loving your fellow man or fearing. The 70s left us with free love and paranoia. You can't have both. I can send him to a good school, force an environment full of different cultures, teach him equality, but is that enough? Will he be nurtured by facts, history, evidence, or by small-mindedness, ignorance, arrogance? The pit in my stomach and the lump in my throat tells me my influence will be minor in deciding what British means to him. Being British is loving your country, knowing its history, living in its present and protecting its future, protecting its future. I don't want to watch my country fail because it's unwilling to do what's necessary. All I do is listen to the people, listen to the country talk. The Mail, the Sun, Facebook protesters, they are shouting from the rooftops and not being heard. Britain is for us. It's always been for us. Now, People that know nothing about our culture, nothing about our history, are attempting to make it theirs. So I will stop them, however possible. The irony doesn't escape me. I've been forcing people to vote the right way and now I can't vote myself. Instead, I sit here in a white cell, awaiting my judgement for doing what was needed, what my country asked of me, even if they don't admit it. I live in Britain, 
A Britain that has taught me to be hard. A Britain that is scared of the future, and rightly so. A Britain that is disappearing before us. This country is my father's legacy. This is my father's memory. Every life I take, every change I force, only brings me closer to what I have left of him. What is Ritty? Being British is being proud of your legacy and having the courage to fight anyone that threatens it. There's only so much a country takes before it finds courage to fight back. Hunger, poverty, fear. Straws that break the Teve's back. This year the Hungarian people say, enough. They grew tired of not having voice heard. They walk on street, feel the road, protest. They always were peaceful. We are a country that knows fighting violence with violence only gives more violence. But these protests... My friend, Joseph, the one I knew from when child, he was like brother to me. He and his friends from the college became part of movement, he tell me. The 23rd of October, 1956, one week ago. He taking part in peaceful protest. He shot and killed by Soviet soldiers. He not the only one. Many died because they stood up against bad people in charge. This was a match that lit the country on fire. War was back. How can a country grow if it is always being broken? A seed cannot sprout when it is planted in ash. A house cannot build if it is always on fire, my brother. Mr. Amos, Joseph, when will my wife be on list of people I lose? When will my child? Every day I live in this world and I see hate. Every day I see fear. How long does it take for us to learn? How many times must people die? I leave tonight. I cannot wait to see another name on my list. This country is at war, so it is the only time I can leave. The only time when soldiers have something more important than shooting people at borders to do. It is dangerous, but not stupid. It is what I have to do. I will keep 
my family safe. Britain is where I can do that, but only if it will have me. Only if you will have me. I'm not just a picture in a newspaper or a name in a letter. I am a person. I cry real tears or bleed real blood. I say real words just like you. I don't ask for help because I want to. I ask for help because I need to. Because I have to. Britain is my home. Britain is my safety. I want to be British, but if I get my child there, they will be British. What is British? To be British is to live safe in a world that doesn't make safe easy. Mum always told me, if you can't finish with something like, then you shouldn't have started in the first place. So, I know a joke. One day, there was a priest, a sheikh, and a rabbi all arguing at the side of the forest, trying to decide what religion was better. They couldn't come up with an answer, so the rabbi suggested that they go into the forest and the first bear they come across will be converted to their religion. They all nod and think this is a brilliant idea and go off on their merry way. After a while, they all come back to discuss what happened. The priest goes first. He says, I met a bear in the forest. I taught them about Christianity, about the fact that Jesus died for our sins. We celebrated Easter together and now the bear is a Christian. Oh, very good, very good, the other men go. The sheikh goes next. I met a bear in the forest. I taught them about the pillars of Islam. Uh, Islam is a religion of peace. We celebrated Eid together and now the bear is a Muslim. Oh, very, very good, very good. And they all look at the rabbi. Now, they can't help but notice that this guy is covered in bruises, scars head to toe, clothes lying in pieces. He goes, I met a bear in the forest. Probably shouldn't have started with a circumcision. The point is, all of us are different. The beauty about the human race is individuality. So why do we struggle so hard to accept that? Why do we argue over where someone came from or what they believe in? We waste so much time and effort on drawing lines in the sand that we forget we're all from the same place. Not one of us isn't an immigrant somewhere down the line. There isn't a family in the world that didn't have a generation that required asylum at one point. So when the shoe's on the other foot, why are we so quick to forget that? Instead, we argue over what country or belief is better. 
Instead, we get mauled by a partially circumcised bear. What is Britain? Well, British is just belonging to Britain. Britain is safety, legacy, so Britain is for you and anyone else that needs it. Thanks for listening to this episode of British. If you feel moved by any of the themes in this radio play, please visit www.refugee-action.org.uk to learn more about how you can make Britain a safer place.